0: You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.
1: Oakland A's baseball is just an hour away.
2: Here's the pitch, and Brown, Five ball, deep center field. Tavares back, he'll turn and watch that one fly
3: off the back wall. The pitch, fastball strike three called... High octane at 95. A half a dozen Ks for Caprillion
1: through four. It's time to take you inside the clubhouse with the A's Total Access Pregame Show, presented by Chevron.
2: Swing on a fly ball right field and deep, and Haggerty's going back. Hit the track, you'll turn and watch it fly. And Laureano goes the other way with a three run home run.
1: Follow the A's 24 7 on A's Cast, your home for nonstop A's baseball. A's total access with Chris Townsend starts now.
4: It's the start of a three-game set between the Athletics and the Fish. The Miami Marlins are in town for the first time in a long time. You're going to hear from J.P. Sears, new A's pitcher, Glenn Geffner, the voice of the Marlins. But right now, how about the voice of your Athletics, Vince Catronio Vince, how about the Marlins coming to town? Something we don't see often.
3: Who are these guys? what are they doing? You know, it's interesting, 2017, the last time the A's saw this club, and they are, you know, they're going through a tough season, they've had some injuries, a bit of a transition, but they really do have some impressive starting pitching, and that's going to be the challenge this week, it was fun to catch up with Don Mattingly today, just a, a guy that has accomplished as much as he has in this game, and as revered as he is from coast to coast, and just a it's a very calm, mild-mannered, you know, Midwest guy from Indiana, and just so easy to talk to. It was fun to, to visit with him and uh, get his thoughts on his club, which we'll hear later on.
4: Yeah, Don Mattingly will be here. Dontrelle Willis, JP Sears, star, star-studded lineup. And we were saying it earlier, and I think you would agree. I don't care if he hurt his back. To me, Don Mattingly should have a plaque in the Baseball Hall of Fame.
3: He was a you know. He was a nighttime gold glover. He was an MVP. Finished second another time. He, you know, he had. With 2,100 hits or something along those lines, a lifetime 300-plus hitter. A guy that just, uh, you know, he exuded all the things that are good about the game. He was a Yankee captain. You know, that didn't happen very often. And, uh, you know, the fact that he finally got to the postseason in 95 when they were trying to, like, like, win one for Donnie Baseball, so to speak. And, of course, they fell short to Seattle to try to get him to the World Series. But I agree. I mean, when you see the way the voting has gone here recently, uh, I know it's still the toughest haul to get into of all the uh, major sports. But you look at his numbers, and I know you can say, well, he's a Yankee, did it in New York. Does that count more? I think in this particular case, it does. And I just like the way he represented himself. He played 14 years, and now he's managed uh, 12 years in the big leagues. Hey,
4: he's an 830 career OPS, for God's sakes. That tells you everything you need to know. So Sandy Alcantara got roughed up yesterday. I mean, he's the front runner for... The National League Cy Young Award, so we'll miss him, but we'll see Jesus Lazardo in the series.
3: Yeah, I got a chance to catch up with Zeus for just a couple of minutes. I know he met with the media as well before the Marlins took the field, and uh, he, he's smiling, he's healthy now, and he is man, he is pitching really well. Had a nice long conversation with Mel Stodemeyer Jr. today about Lozardo and just the transition from when he went over there last year, what happened during the winter, and where he is now. And you know, I'm sure you saw the same thing. Hey, Zeus. In his last outing, said that's the best game I pitched in the big leagues. Fifty thousand people against the Dodgers, you know, didn't work out uh, the, the way they wanted to in terms of, uh, you know, getting a victory. He lost a tough two-one game to Tyler Anderson, but and he survived as uh, Melton. He survived three three-ball counts in that game. So a kid that is growing, we knew he had electric stuff. And in order to, you know, if you're going to trade somebody like Jesus Lozardo, there's no question. While it didn't work out for the A's, they got themselves a dynamic player last year. And Starley Marte, he was so much fun to watch. He took over games for the A's offensively last year. They just couldn't stop the the op- the other the opposition from scoring. The A's bullpen imploded and uh, just didn't get a chance to get back to the postseason. But if you're going to get somebody like Marte, who's going to cost you a tremendous talent. And, you know, Jesus gets a chance to go home, pitch in front of the hometown folks. And, uh, you know, aside from this weekend or this week, I'm rooting for Jesus Lazardo.
4: Speaking of talent, Langilleers. Wow, doesn't look he's, like a rookie, doesn't act like he, a rookie,
3: and doesn't hit like a rookie. He's checked every box, hasn't he? I mean, you know, runner from third base, less than two outs. He's hit a home run. He's used the whole field. He's thrown out a runner trying to steal. He's thrown, uh, you know, thrown the ball extremely well to the bases. He seems to do a nice job behind the plate. Uh, I mean, what we're just going to watch. I mean, it's it's something that when you when we talk about other teams and their are top prospects that are coming to the big leagues, and they perform, and then you're waiting for that to happen with your club. Well, this has been the real deal so far in a very small sample size. Well, Shay, he's got a big smile on his face every day. He just looks like a ball player, and he looks like he's having a ball, and uh, he's got a chance to maybe, you know, open some eyes here for uh, not only the near team, but near, near term, but well beyond that.
4: Have a good call tonight. Thank you, buddy. Coming up next, the voice of the Marlins, Glenn Geffner, right here on A's Total Access, brought to you by Chevron.
5: Some things just go together. Peanut butter and jelly, cookies and milk, Oakland and Kaiser Permanente.
9: With our newest unlimited plan, everyone's welcome. Introducing Welcome Unlimited from Verizon for just $30 a line per month for four lines with autopay plus taxes and fees. Our best priced unlimited plan ever.
5: Did he say $30?
9: Yep, $30 a line for the whole family. The network you want price you love. Switch to Verizon today. Paper-free billing required. Unlimited 5G nationwide 4G LTE. In times of congestion, your data may be temporarily slower than other traffic. All smartphone lines on the account must be on Welcome Unlimited and are eligible only for select promotions. Includes domestic talk, text, and data usage only. Data roaming at 2G speeds. This is A's Total Access.
4: Earlier on A's Cast Live, Glenn Geffner, the voice of the Miami Marlins, joined us and we talked about how nice it is to have A balanced schedule, and everybody will play everybody. You get to see all
7: the stars in the game. And here's the thing. You use the term baseball purist. I used to think of myself as a baseball purist. But if you think about it, what does that mean? I'm somebody who loves baseball. I want what's best for baseball. If you're a baseball purist, are you saying we should go back to 16 teams and no playoffs, just the league champions in the World (laughs) Series? You know, Are are we going back to that? What does baseball purist mean anymore? The game is better with – the designated hitter in both leagues. You know, that's just the bottom line. It's a better game. I know the purity of the game says one thing, but what's best for the game? To me, what's best for the game is what's most pure. And what those of us who care passionately about the game ought to be talking about it and hoping for, and in some cases we're seeing that come to light.
4: I also like to bring up there's this little tournament that happens in in
7: March called the NCAA Tournament. They keep expanding. It seems to work. It works. It, look, I'm not looking for 25 teams in the playoffs, but you know what? Look around at the playoff races this year and the yeah. increased enthusiasm and more markets because you have that third wild card. We wouldn't have much of a history in Miami if it weren't for the wild card to begin with. The Marlins have won two World Series without ever winning a division championship, so uh, I'm not going to frown on that. Again, you know, you can have too many teams in the playoffs. I don't think everybody should be in. But I think we're there right now. I think it's good for baseball, and I think it's good for fans across the country.
4: All right, got to settle something once and for all because you have Uh-oh. one of the best pitchers in baseball, and I think it's Sandy Alcantara.
7: Not what, really. What do you call it? Sandy Alcantara. Alcantara. You kind of you, you kind of roll that second-to-last A a little bit. You know, if you want to go full Miami Alcantara, you can do it like that. Uh, Because everybody butchers it. It's all over the place. Well, we hear a lot of Alcantara, which it's not. Alcantara is what we use. Alcantara. Sandy Alcantara. And he's really good. And he had a bad day in L.A. yesterday. But that doesn't track from the year he's having. He's been absolutely remarkable. He's a throwback. He could pitch. I was having this conversation in Philadelphia with Charlie Manuel on our last road trip. He said he reminds us so much of Roy Halladay. But what Charlie said was he could pitch in the 60s. He could pitch in the 70s. He could pitch in any era because he wants the baseball. He wants it for nine innings. He's not one of these guys who we see so often in this day and age who you put a man out in the fifth inning, he's looking over his shoulder, to see if somebody's up in the bullpen. Sandy does not want to come out of games. And he's been a workhorse. He has been really good. Again, had a bad day yesterday, first one in a long, long time. He's human, but uh, he's had a remarkable year. and. If you voted today, he's the second award winner. I don't think there's any question. But we still got uh, seven or eight more starts for him.
4: Well, that's the thing that is so amazing, that in a sport where the front offices are controlling the game so much, this whole third time through a lineup, under 100 pitches, and we start, you know, by the time you guys are done, I'll get done with the pregame show. We got MLB Network on. We're seeing the highlights, and I'm seeing eight, nine innings. How – How is he allowed to do that in a sport that they're not allowing anyone to do that anymore? Well, here's
7: the thing. He was pitching in Philadelphia a couple of weeks ago. He was through seven innings on 71 pitches. Uh, He's very efficient. And teams, it's interesting in watching how his season has gone. Teams take two approaches against him. Uh, In some cases, they're very aggressive against him. And he can use that against you if you want to do that. But if you want to wait and take pitches, try to drive the pitch count up, well, he's going to strike you out. Because he's around the strike zone all night, so uh, the Dodgers kind of ambushed him successfully yesterday. They got him early in the count, and they had hit him very hard twice last year. Also, they might have something on Sandy. We got to figure that one out. But uh, he, he's remarkable. He's efficient, and he works quickly. He can beat you with a lot of different pit different ways. You know, if he doesn't have a great slider. He can beat you with the changeup on a given night. He can beat just with his fastball. Uh, he's been a lot of fun to watch. How's our guy, Jesus Lazardo doing? He's been a lot of fun to watch also. You know, he came over last year, and there was a little bit of an adjustment period for him. He didn't pitch great down the stretch last year when he came over. I think part of it is being back home, and all of a sudden, friends, family, got that whole degree of uh, interest in you. Tickets, tickets, tickets. Things like that, but... uh, He went to the Mel Stottlemyre Jr. lab this offseason. Mel Stottlemyre Jr. is our pitching coach who's been tremendous. We've seen a lot of pitchers grow under Mel's tutelage. And Jesus, from day one of spring training this year, looked like a different guy. He was off to a great start. Then he had the forearm strain very early on. So he was on the injured list from early May until just a couple of weeks ago. But he's made some huge strides forward this year. The slider is terrific. He's using the changeup very effectively. He's throwing more strikes than he has in the past, doing a better job keeping the ball in the ballpark than he has in the past. He's really put himself in a spot in an organization where there's a lot of pitching coming, and there are a lot of guys you project to be in this rotation a year or two from now where you say, wait a minute, don't forget Luzardo. He's here now, and he's pitching on a guy who belongs in this rotation for a long time to come.
4: Well, you got the guy going tonight. Ooh, you're talking about 6'5", yeah. about 220, fastball yeah. slider, nasty change You ever, You along. ever see a
7: 95-mile power changeup? mean, you're going to see one tonight. It's crazy. it's crazy. It's crazy. He's a freak, Edward Cabrera. Uh, throws 97, 98 generally, and at times his changeup will be at 95. And I've asked the question, at that How? point, what's the difference between a, a two-seamer and a changeup yeah. when you throw throwing it at 95? But the motion on the pitch, they you know, it's a legitimate changeup. And uh, so like it's a lot 92, of 93, sink on it, it sinks and it, it, it breaks, and uh, you know he can throw 92, 93 also, but occasionally he'll hit 95 with a changeup, but it's got that action, late action, and. When, when he's efficient, he's gotten in trouble. His last start, he threw too many pitches. The Padres really grinded him out a little bit. But when he's efficient, he can get deep into games with electric stuff, and he's a baby, and he's just getting his feet wet in the big league. So, uh, you know, the one thing this team has done for the most part this year is it's pitched pretty well. They've got a lot of pitching coming. We hope we had some top prospects go down with Tommy John surgery of late. But, uh, you know, they just got to score some runs. Like the A's, uh, they got to find a way to score some runs because it's hard to win games 2-1 to one, night in and night out, particularly in the division where the Marlins play, where you're playing some very high-powered offenses most nights. Uh, so it's been tough. To hear the
4: entire interview, go to athletics.com slash A's cast. Coming up next, you've seen them doing A's games and national games for Fox. Former Marlin Dontrell Willis joined Jessica Kleinschmidt right here on A's Total Access brought to you by Chevron.
8: When you want to look good, but don't have time to shop, head to Stitch Fix. Our experts find clothes that fit your unique style and build and deliver them to your front door. We'll sift through pieces from brands you know and trust to find just what you're looking for. So when you need clothes for a special occasion or just want to update your everyday staples, Stitch Fix is here to help. Stitch Fix. Get $20 off your first purchase at stitchfix.com radio. Limited time offer you must purchase within two days of signing up.
5: A's
1: cast is your destination for nonstop A's baseball. Outside corner,
2: ring him up. And Eaton can't believe it. Perfect pitch right on the black. Breaky
3: ball hit high in the air to left. It's deep. Back on it is Eaton. At the track, at the
1: wall is A's Total Access with Chris Townsend, presented by Chevron.
10: Welcome back to A's Total Access, presented by Chevron. We have Marlins coming into town to face the A's. Jessica Kleinschmidt here, first pitch scheduled for 640. But before that, we have two-time All-Star pitcher, Dontrell Willis, joining us today. D-Train, my friend, how are you?
11: Oh, trying to live the dream like you, young lady, but I'm doing really, really well in this, uh, enjoying the season. It seems like it's going by fast
10: it is i i blinked and i'm still in denial we even had the all-star break and you know i mentioned this matchup ahead of us and it's really cool that i have you on because there are two teams that impacted your life and i wanted to start with the a's first and foremost you know you're an oakland native yourself and you once said on a fox broadcast and it stopped me in my tracks you said the a's saved your life so what did you mean by that
11: Wow, oh, that's a great question well you know um uh, when I was young before I moved to the city of Alameda which is right next door to Oakland and everybody knows that um you know I lived on 35th Avenue and my grandfather was this avid you know A's fan and so literally we had to be home at 705 which is totally weird you know what I mean but in the yeah. baseball sense it's understandable and uh you know and just a huge Dave Stewart fan and, and just growing up in Oakland and watching Battle of the Bay and you know, seeing Dave Stewart and and Carney Lansford and and the Bash brothers. And I mean, the names just go on and on. I mean, it was just a dream to be so close in proximity of of a great ball club. And, you know, uh, the A's were really, really key in a lot of people's lives growing up, like CeCe Zabacchia, anybody kind of our age. You know, the A's and Giants were very, very talented when we were young. So, just watching Dave Stewart, man. And I remember my mom taking me to a field one time and Dave was throwing against the Rangers. And uh, I looked at him and I said, well, that's what I'm going to be. And, and, you know, the rest was history. So that's why I say the A's saved my life because I honestly don't don't know what I'd be doing if I didn't have baseball.
10: Oh, I love that. And, and it's cool that you mentioned Dave Stewart because when you and I worked together at NBC, we also shared the stage with, with Stu um, mm-hmm. during the broadcast. So what was that like? It's kind of a full circle come to god moment that's got to be amazing
11: oh man uh, listen just to hear his voice and messing with me and you and brody brazil and, yeah. and his old man laughs i mean it's everything you know what i mean because this is a guy that's a, a hero of mine and i i remember having his poster on my wall and to see him smile and mess with me and 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 be on the same stage with him you know it, it, you know, it's out of body, but you know, and you know, Stu, he, he, he's the nicest human, even though he's one of the greatest pitchers of all time. And he's a big time jokester and, and a junk food eater at that too. So mm. <laughs> you yeah. know, it's just fun, fun to be around him. It's really fun to be around
10: never let the stare get to you. He has a very sweet disposition. It's really funny. I'm like, okay, that voice is coming out of that stare. That's interesting. Um, Yeah, he's fantastic. And, you know, going back to the Marlins, during your time there, despite your pitching, which the numbers kind of speak for themselves, you had a very... you know great career on the mound you still you had a bat as well you had nine line long balls to your name across your career and now we have this guy I don't know if you've heard of him Shohei Otani making not just a career out of it but I feel like he's changing the game so can you kind of talk about the evolution of the two-way player from the time you were out there or if you would even designate yourself as a two-way player
11: I definitely would not designate myself as a two-way player. It was just a pitcher that just so happened to help himself at the plate. Um, Shohei Otani is just a totally different monster. I mean, you can't even really quantify what he has done. I mean, only you can't actually because he's doing it again in the second year in a row. Yeah, <laughs> so yeah. now you have something to be able to build off of as far as like how good he is. And, you know, besides Mike Trout, who's, you know, the game's best player, a generational t- a talent, But, you know, the fans still come to the ballpark to see Shohei Otani. I I mean, to the point now where I don't even think they care if they win or lose. They just want to see Shohei strike out 10 people and hit two home runs. And he does it. So, (laughs) you know, it's just fun to watch somebody that's a cheat code in the game and making the game look so easy.
10: He is a cheat code. Our all-star Paul Blackburn said, facing Shohei is like playing... MLB the show and create a player mode and all the numbers are turned all the way up. I couldn't imagine. <laughs> it was a beautiful quote. I really appreciated it. Yeah. Um, before I let you go, one of my all time favorite stories working with you, uh, you know, during the series, we're going to see Jesus Lazardo going up against his former A squad, at least as far as the schedule is concerned. Now this is a Parkland, Florida native who grew up watching Don Willis. Not only that, but he said he was your favorite you were his favorite player growing up, and I just remember kind of telling you, and I talked to him about it before, and it was it was awesome. But what's it like to hear some, from somebody like that? Not just the fact that it's him, but he's connected to both of the clubs that you know are part of your life as well.
11: No, yeah, it, it it's it's surreal, and and I'm a guy that doesn't take compliments well, so I always make a joke like, "You got to work on your heroes better than that <laughs> young man," and he started laughing, you know. But you know, it's it's cool to hear Nestor Cortez, who's a pitcher for the Yankees, say, "I was his favorite player," you know, Anthony Rizzo, you know, Nick Castellanos. Well, these are all guys that you know, grew up in South Florida, and, and and so again, you connected with Dave Stewart, you know, being from the Bay Area, it, 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 you inspire a generation. Stu always gives me a half-hearted smile and he appreciates it. You know what I mean? So yeah. you do that to inspire the next generation, man. So, you know, uh, uh, Sandy Alcantara, he's, he's about to break all my records for the Marlins. <laughs> you know, people are asking me, like, how do you feel about that? And I'm like, man, records are made to be broken, man. And, and if I get inspired the next generation, man, so be it. You know what I mean? So it's really, really cool, really surreal. I'm I'm, I'm always thankful. Uh, I still talk to Jesus a lot um And so I'm, I'm really proud of his uh, redevelopment in Miami uh and what have you. So it's just you know it, it's fun, man. But uh, you know I, I'm a very blessed man. I, I enjoyed the uh the ride in baseball, and I can see you enjoy the ride and still be part of the game in, in broadcasting.
10: Well, the game's better because of you, and I'm not just saying that because, <laughs> and I genuinely mean that. You bring something new yeah. and different, but you know old school and new school, and you know we learn something and we're entertained. And I'm just I'm forever thankful that they. They keep bringing you onto the broadcast, so it's awesome.
11: Nah, you're the best, Yes. Thank you so much. I appreciate you.
10: I really appreciate you joining me today. It means a lot. All right, stay tuned as A's Total Access presented by Chevron continues. Vince Catronio is up next with Marlon Skipper, Don Mattingly.
5: Progressive knows that most people don't get to experience making a game-winning touchdown or a walk-off home run, so we're going to talk to you like you did something great so you can bask in the glory. No way. Is it really you? You're the one who bundled their home, auto, RV, and other vehicles with Progressive, right? Hold on. Let me grab my friends. Hey, guys, check it out. It's the one who saved the money. If you can't bask in sports glory, at least you can bask in the glory of saving money when you bundle your home and other vehicles with Progressive coverage from progressive casualty insurance company affiliates and third-party insurers discounts not available in all states or situations
0: you're
3: listening to the a's total access show we're back at the coliseum and back in interleague play don mattingly the manager of the miami marlins our guest and when you first played here don as a yankee back in 1983 those first three games were out in right field
12: oh yeah do you remember those what was those memories like for don mattingly are you kidding (laughs) excited as could be to be out here uh you know, probably the first time I ever played here, right? And and I love coming to California because you get you back east in the middle of the summer and it's smoking hot. and You get out here, you get cool nights. It feels good. Uh, the ballpark was a little big for me back then though, no, probably still a little big for me. Uh, but yeah, obviously playing the outfield when I first started, so it was, it was fun. You hit the ball well here. I know it's a much different configuration than
3: what you had back in the day. What do you remember about the standing at the plate and trying to take advantage or do something with the heavy air here at the Coliseum?
12: Yeah, I think it was probably okay for me just from the standpoint of not. Re- I wasn't really a home run guy. I was more of a base hit. So actually a lot of room here. Uh, And I don't think, I'm not sure I played with uh, Mount Davis up there, which seemed to help the ball carry a little bit more. That win used to knock some stuff down. But uh, I also remember the Bash brothers and that whole Tony and and the boys coming here, and really, really good teams.
3: So let's fast forward to what's happening in 2022. Both of these clubs are trying to find their way, a bit of a transition for the A's. Your club has fought through some injuries, you've got some young players. I thought maybe as you're looking forward, Don, for your club in the 23 and beyond, as the trading deadline came, you kept all of your young pitching. And it seems like you've got some talent in arms. How important will that be, you think, moving forward in Miami?
12: Yeah, I think for the organization, it's hard to hard to get guys like that. And when you, you start putting that together, you know you're always close. We've got a lot of one-run games. Uh, scoring runs is a, is a challenge for us and, and some other teams around the league, obviously. But I think for the organization to keep Pablo was a huge move, uh, step in the right direction. I mean, I don't know what they do with him this winter, but... You know, you, you can win with pitching, and I think we show we can get close. We we got to obviously take steps, but that pitching is something you can win with.
3: While your club is missing some key players like Jazz Chisholm and uh, Jorge Soler and obviously Yo Garcia, it's creating an opportunity for a kid like J.J. Bladé, is one of your top prospects. The A's are having that excitement now with Shay Langoliers, who's joined the club this week. Uh, what can Bladé bring to the to the
12: table? Well, I think anytime you get the young guys here and, and JJ and, and Peyton Burdick, Lewin Diaz, these guys are getting an opportunity to show up if they're ready at this point or not. Uh, but it's always fun to see the young guys come up uh, and see how they handle it. Because quite honestly, uh, I think there's a huge separation at this point between AAA and the big league. We see it all the time. You know, guys do pretty well in AAA, they get here and are just getting abused. And so. You know, it's good to get those guys here. It's a learning experience for everybody. Um, so it's just always fun to watch young guys start their career. I know Edwin Cabrera is young, but you look at the numbers, and,
3: man, they jump off the page. What can you tell us about this exciting pitcher who's starting tonight?
12: No, this is a power arm. This kid's, you know, he's, he can touch close to 100. A power change-up, good breaking balls. Uh, we're working on him being more specific with where his locations are and where his misses should be. Um, but this kid's on the way. And, and for the most part, he's had a couple little things in spring trainings over the last couple of years that have kind of held him back, which started his season late. Uh, he probably would have been here a lot earlier. You've
3: got a situation where on Wednesday, you're going to start a guy that the A's know and really like. And that's Jesus Lizardo. You got him last year in the deal for Starling Marte. How much has he grown? He said his last outing against the Dodgers was my best outing in the big leagues. We know he's got electric stuff. What have
7: you
12: enjoyed about watching Jesus on the mound? Uh, I love Jesus from this, he's just easiest competitive kid and wants to do well and he's always on the attack. I don't think he ever backs off anyone, which is kind of really good to see with the, for, for guys. Uh, and the biggest changes really for Jesus is he's got the ball in the strike zone for us. Uh, I think him and Mel did a nice job of trying to calm down his delivery, uh, help him understand that his stuff plays, right? You get in the strike zone, go get guys, quit giving away free free bases. Uh, and I think he's did that for the most part. And, I mean, shoot, he's throwing 98, 99. He's got a dirty little changeup. He's got a breaking ball that's coming. This guy's got good stuff. I mean, he pitched good against the Dodgers, but you don't pitch good against those guys luckily. That's good stuff, right? And that's how you beat those guys.
3: Winding down with Don Mattingly, and Don, let's take a step back because one of the things that maybe – does bring a smile to people's face with interleague play. You haven't seen each other for years. As you get a chance to reunite with with this young catcher that came up through the Yankee system, who's the ace bench coach now. Brad Ausmus, there has to be something
12: that comes to mind when I bring up that name to you. That always makes me smile. Brad Ausmus always makes me smile. I think it was some of my greatest work in LA as a hitting coach, and I think Ausmus hit 290 maybe for me, and I felt like I should have retired right there and that would have taken me where i needed to go appreciate the visit welcome back to the coliseum all right thanks
3: automatically joining
2: us for base total access right after this Now, here's the 0-2 pitch. Waved it, and Cole Irvin strikes out the side.
1: A's cast is your 24-7 destination for A's baseball. Visit athletics.com slash A's cast for on-demand and live coverage of the Oakland A's. Now back to A's Total Access with Chris Townsend. Presented by Chevron.
4: And it's time now for the stat of the day brought to you by Mechanics Bank. And let me give you this stat. Wow. The Marlins offense, well, not good. The club has scored four or fewer runs in 22 consecutive games. Only three clubs have had a longer streak in the divisional era. The 69 Angels, 71 Brewers, and Phillies. Wow. That is not good. Time now for the injury report, brought to you by Kaiser Permanente. Remi- Kaiser Permanente reminding you to stay safe, stay positive, and stay healthy. Visit KP.org today. Well, Mark Kotze didn't talk about injuries. Of course, he was drafted by the Marlins, first round, ninth overall, and talked about coming up and his manager, Jim Leland.
6: And then he told me, he said, uh, "Well, you're 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 hitting second tonight, and you know you're facing a pretty good pitcher. You know his name. I think it's Kurt Schilling, right? It's Kurt Schilling." I- yeah, are you scared? <laughs> so, but yeah, the bullpen management you know, has definitely changed since 1997,
4: 98. No question. And then he talked about the bullpen and how things are just different than years ago.
6: What I watched and what I learned is that he leaned on the veteran guys. He was harder on the veteran guys than the kids. He really was. Bobby Bowes, the chef. So, he's like, those guys are the guys he got into a little bit when performance wasn't going well. It wasn't the rookies. Although when I hit my 12th ground ball to second base, my first time up, he asked me not to hit another ground ball to second base. (laughs) I went one for four. My second at bat, I hit a base hit up, a line drive on a curveball. He threw me first pitch, and then I never saw a curveball for 98 more at-bats off of him.
4: You know, the thing is, you can tell Mark's getting a little more comfortable day to day with the media, and that is a good sign. Also a good sign. The A's and J.P. Sears. He's going to join us next right here on A's Total Access brought to you by Chevron.
9: Like sports, business is about winning. Championship decisions are business decisions based on what it takes to help your company win. And that's why there's UBO Business Services, specializing in helping you win every day by streamlining workflows, managing documents, and providing the best-in-class office technology. Make your championship decision with UBO Business Services. Visit them at ubeo.com. That's ubeo.com. you're listening to the a's total access show
4: earlier today on our talk show a's cast live we had jp sears new left-hander on the mound and he's getting comfortable in oakland
13: it's been exciting since i've been here i uh, feel already feel really comfortable the guys have been great um the guys has been great to me and getting to know everybody and yeah it's a warm welcome for sure
4: you know i think a great word for you is comfortable because you know, so many guys earlier in their early in their careers, they go out there just to survive, right? You go out there to win. Yeah. You're competing to win. And I think there is something about being comfortable, but tell us what that is about you when you go out there. You do have that confidence.
13: Yeah, I think that uh if you don't go out there with confidence and you're facing some of the best hitters in the world, then you know, you're going to you're behind the eight ball already, so uh, yeah, definitely go out there with confidence and just uh you know, try and fill up the zone and try and compete and, you know, put myself in the best chance to win the game for the team. Of course, the first time we got to see
4: you was you pitching against the Oakland Athletics. And when the trade happened, I immediately thought, well, he's been pitching at Yankee Stadium and you're pitching for the Yankees at a time when the Yankees were rolling. They're talking about all-time record potentially could happen over 116 wins. A lot has changed since then. Uh But talk about what it was like pitching in New York at that time, when it, the, all the spotlight was on the Yankees and potentially one of the greatest Yankee teams of all time.
13: Yeah, yeah, I felt really blessed uh, to make the team out of camp um, with the extended rosters and really get a lot of experience under my belt in and in a great stadium like that and uh, around you know some really lively fans and uh, you know every game's a big game there. So um, it's definitely it was a great place to play and uh, I feel blessed to have been a Yankee, but. Uh, I'm excited now about my future here, and uh, my, my mind's here, and my, my focus is here, and um, it's been great here so far. Because you
4: come here, it's the land of opportunity. You know, I mean, I'm, I'm assuming when you got trade, you knew right away, I'm going to have a chance to pitch.
13: Yeah, uh, I think that, uh, that you know, that part of it, yeah, is always in your head, you know, uh, you, know, you want to be in the big leagues, you want to pitch in the big leagues, you know, I want to start games in the big leagues, so... Yeah, that was definitely on my mind. But, uh, yeah, I just try and show up every day and, you know, do my job, and, and, and that's just to compete for the organization wherever they need me and, uh, you know, provide value and, and just do my best when I get out there.
4: You know, is there someone that you look at who you say their game, you pattern your game, left-hander, fastball, breaking ball change? Is there somebody that you looked at? Um,
13: yeah, I would say that, that, you know, I enjoy watching a lot of, you know, fellow big league players uh especially the superstars out there uh you know there's a lot of le- left good lefty starters nowadays and uh, a lot of guys that bring a lot to the table i think i feel like carlos Rod- rodon is uh, somebody that i i like to watch pitch a lot you know he's you know he's got great stuff you know he runs it up you know a little more than i do below yeah. wise but uh i just like how he competes out there and really uses his fastball um you know in all counts and um and tries to put his team in a you know good position to win too. So uh, yeah, there's there's plenty of guys that I've watched coming up you know through the minors uh, with the, whether it's the Yankees or West Coast teams. But uh, yeah, just trying to go out there and have fun.
4: Yeah, because I think that in a world of baseball now, where everything is about velocity and everything is about you know, does he throw a hundred? Is it mm-hmm. ninety-eight-nine? That's never going to be your game.
13: Yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, uh, velo, uh, we tra- we chase velo a lot, uh, that, that's, everybody wants to throw hard, you know, that's part of baseball, uh, I kind of take an emphasis on that more in the off season, you know, I still try and get better, whether it's, you know, my average velo or topping out in the game, so, uh, I think that, yeah, velos definitely taking over the game, and it's a big part of it, and you're gonna see a lot more in the future.
4: How much do you like pitching in a place like this that's so big mm-hmm. with yeah. wind, and at yeah. night the ball doesn't fly? Yeah,
13: yeah, it's, uh, you know, great weather every day, um, Beautiful, beautiful skies, a lot of foul territory, uh, definitely friendly for a pitcher, and, um, you know, great vibes at the ballpark as well. So, uh, yeah, just overall great baseball feeling here.
4: Because that's the one thing that, you know, going back to the World Series teams of the 70s, 80s, everything has always been built off pitching and defense. Mm-hmm. In a game where everybody talks about offense and how many home runs, here it's always yeah. been about pitching and defense. And one thing I think, as you just said, you had to notice right away is like, Wow, there's a lot of foul territory yeah.
13: here. This really helps out. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I think that that was evident in my first start here uh, a little over a week ago. Um, yeah, I got like three or four yes. in a row, and uh, yeah, that's a great feeling knowing that you know at some places you know that's no doubt a foul ball, and you gotta you know stay in the count and still get the guy out. So uh, getting some of those a little bit easier outs some foul territory definitely makes you know you lengthen the game as a starter and um, you know put yourself in a good position.
4: I always like to ask, there's so much data, so much technology at your disposal. Some guys love it, some guys not at all, some guys in between. Where are you with all of that to prepare yourself to pitch? Yeah, I
13: think that uh, whether or not you're an analytical person at all is without a doubt a part of the game now. Um, You see it watching it on TV, exit velos, miles per hour velo. All those things, Uh, yeah, I definitely use it to my disposal, you know, getting ready for starts, whether or not it's, it's, you know, keeping up with my maintenance of making sure that my body and my arm and all that are, you know, in consistent positions all the time when I'm getting ready for games or, you know, trying to find holes in in hitters, you know, in hitters' uh, swings or anything like that. So uh, there's a lot of data out there nowadays. And, um, yeah, I try and use most of it as I can. He's a good kid,
4: and I'm really looking forward to watching him grow and be a big part of this rotation for years. Edward Cabrera against Adam Aller, it's the A's, it's the Marlins coming up, and next we've got Mark Kotze and Ken Korak getting you ready for today's action right here on A's Total Access brought to you by Chevron.
3: When Northern California businesses need some pop in their lineup, they call the bank rooted in the East Bay
0: This is Joe Cordell. In other ads, I've talked about the weighty matters that are on the table in divorce, assets, debts, spousal support, and of course, children. But here I wanna talk to you about a troublesome issue that arises early and often in the divorce process, but which attorneys, including myself, say too little about, and that's the cost of a divorce. Yet as important as this factor is, it shouldn't overwhelm the more deserving issues that are raised by divorce. But here are just a few things that Cordell & Cordell is doing to help. We have now reduced our initial deposit or retainer. Also, there's no longer a charge for initial consultations for those who retain. And finally, we now provide on the front end a maximum fee pledge for certain modification and support matters. The bottom line is that to be a partner men can count on, we have to think about all their needs, and attorney fees are no exception.
3: Schedule an appointment with one of Cordell & Cordell's Sacramento area attorneys. 500 Capitol Mall, Suite 2060, Sacramento, California, 95814.
9: Oh oh oh, O'Reilly. Improve your vehicle's gas mileage and power with Royal Purple Fuel Injector Cleaner at O'Reilly Auto Parts, and right now buy one six-ounce bottle and get one free. Plus, earn double O Rewards points with your purchase. Save money on gas and boost performance with Royal Purple Fuel Injector Cleaner at O'Reilly Auto Parts or O'ReillyAuto.com. O oh, O oh, O oh, O'Reilly
11: Auto Parts. <laughs>
9: You're listening to the A's Total Access Show.
2: On a Monday night at the Coliseum, the A's little venture into interleague play with the Marlins in town on the first of three. Of course, the team that drafted Marcotte number one about, what, 26 or so years ago. What's it like to look over at the other dugout as we're recording this and think you're gonna be managing against your former club?
6: Yeah, it's, it's kind of surreal, really. Um, you know, when I started out, my, my playing career, if you'd asked me when I was a 21-year-old kid if I thought I'd be managing a major league baseball team, I'd have told you the same thing uh, I said when you know I got to college, and and it wasn't a realistic dream to be a major league baseball player until after my sophomore year in college. So uh, excited about you know being here, and and you know obviously excited about uh, this series. When did you start thinking about the possibility of managing? Um, during my playing career, um, you know I think the the longer you play, the more you get into um, the leadership positions and, and I think that when is really when it hits you that hey you know I might I might be okay at this or I might want to really enjoy this and, and take a route to a uh, post playing career to, to get an opportunity to do it.
2: You know you talked before the uh, Seattle series before the game on Friday about the challenge ahead for your club. I think you mentioned 29 games the rest of the way against teams in contention and that your ball club would have to get to that level and uh, you sure did in those last two games against the Mariners.
6: Yeah, we did. This group really uh, stepped up. They played really good baseball, and, and again, that's what it takes to beat, you know, contending teams. And uh, the maturity this group showed yesterday on the field, uh, through that situation uh, late in the game, uh, it really showed that that, uh, that that they're obviously coming together and understand uh that they can perform uh on this field against the best
2: and it was a really competitive ball game yesterday and one that uh you got kicked out of but uh, you know those things are going to happen right
6: they are going to happen ken uh if i don't care then i wouldn't show that emotion right and uh again you know me i'm, I'm in every game to win and uh and i think that uh emotion yesterday kind of poured over when there was a questionable check swing call uh, that would have ended the inning and, and really. Uh, you know, the, the emotion came after the fact because, uh, we had to go through the bullpen and go through them pretty hard to finish that game where if that call's made and in our favor, uh, innings over and we start a clean eighth. Did you ever,
2: Mark, as a player, get even more fired up when you saw your manager getting kicked out?
6: I just knew that my manager, you know, with that emotion was, was really behind us and, uh, you know, yeah, it fires you up as a player. Um, Not necessarily my intentions yesterday because we were winning the ball game. I didn't really want to have to get that emotional. Um, And and even the reasoning for waiting, uh, uh, you know, after the play had happened, a couple batters was, was again, um, so that it wasn't real disruptive, but just, you know, uh, I wanted to make sure that Bill Miller knew I wasn't particularly fond of his call. There you go. Uh,
2: well said. Diplomatic. <laughs> uh, euphemistically speaking, so to speak. Um, it was really an, an ensemble effort by your ace offense, but, uh, I mean, one standout would be Mr. Langoliers.
6: Yeah, Shea had a great game yesterday. Um, you know, really took some great at-bats and uh, and was rewarded for for just sticking with his, his uh, approach and and uh, helped us, uh, obviously led us to, to a victory.
2: You know, the double was impressive. The triple was impressive to me. I don't know, maybe the thing that stood out the most was his line drive base hit to right field on that fastball from Castillo and staying inside the ball.
6: Yeah, that's what we're talking about, his approach, right? He stayed consistent with it, and, and that at bat really set up the later at bat when he was staying, when he stayed on the slider that, that, was, that was hung over the middle and hit it off the out-of-town scoreboard. You know, today
2: Joel Piamps, who was just acquired a couple of days ago, is on the active roster, and the club had to DFA Austin Pruitt. Was that a tough decision for the ball club today?
6: Absolutely. Uh, anytime you're DFAing someone, uh, and we've had, you know, unfortunately, uh, to go through that process with with other players uh, prior to today, it's not an easy decision, and it, and it doesn't it doesn't necessarily sit well. Um, but the direction of this ball club. Uh, the future of this ball club, uh, you know, we're evaluating younger players. And uh, unfortunately for Pruitt, uh, you know, he's 32 years old, and, and he's given us everything he's got. He's, you know, in his roles. And, uh, you know, hopefully he clears waivers and, and accepts an assignment uh, to be in Vegas, and we get him back here uh, at some point.
2: Okay, Townie that's the skipper, and we'll send things back over to you.
4: You know, it's interesting to think back on Mark Kotze's career when he was taken in the first round out of Cal State Fullerton and how he was going to be the future of the Marlins. How many times has South Florida heard that? This guy's the future. It's Mike Stanton. It's Chris Yelich. It's Christian Yelich. It's always the next guy, the next guy, the next guy. Man, for many years they have been rebuilding. Luckily for the A's, in a year like this where the ball club pivots, you're really not down for very long. Can't say that about South Florida. Been a rough ride. I mean, they made to the playoffs in the COVID-shortened season. But other than that, really, really tough. But this is the start of a three-game set. It's the A's and the Marlins coming up next right here on A's Cast and the A's Radio Network.
14: And
8: now, coming in at number one, number one, it's Kentucky Fried Chicken's $5 mac and cheese bowl.
14: Mac and cheese, chicken and cheese. Mac and cheese, chicken and cheese. KFC. Mac and cheese, chicken and cheese. Mac and
6: cheese, chicken and cheese. For five bucks.
4: Oh, yeah, baby. Order KFC's $5 mac and cheese bowls on the app. Back for a limited time in original or spicy. That's finger-lickin' good. Price participation may vary for a limited time only.
5: Bring the whole family out to the ballpark for Nickelodeon night on August 27th. Presented by Chevron, with fun for fans of all ages.
2: They pitch around a butt, he pushes it.
5: And, and Seth Brown makes a great leaping catch. Come see your A's take on the New York Yankees. Meet some of your favorite Nickelodeon characters. Then head down to the field to see the drones take flight for a dazzling postgame light show. Tickets start at just $15. You won't want to miss this. Find your seats at athletics.com today